Okay, it's a foregone conclusion, but did you see any movies this week? <laughs> well, it might even be five gone. No, I haven't. <laughs> um, okay, well, did you watch anything? I mean, TV, a good YouTube um, I series? I watching Has Been Hotel. Uh, I've been watching that oh, yeah? before I go to bed at night. Yeah, it's okay. It's not bad. It's it's like a Disney show, but like for adults. Um, that gives me hives. It's... So it's a lot more musical focused than I thought it'd be, and <laughs> I'm not one for musicals. I yeah, not that I hate them. I just they're really not my thing. Really, really not. Um, this one's like okay with it. I'm enjoying it so far. Um, I'm like three or four eps in. Uh, I mean, I just throw it on before I go to sleep, so it's like whatever. But yeah, it's. I mean, it's fun. It's uh, I mean, it's also like really crass, but it's. In a, in a fun way, right? Uh, so. Is it, like, Big Mouth kind of, like, crass? Because that show also mm. makes me want to stare into the sun. Yeah, Big Mouth... I don't know. So, like, Big Mouth was a little too crass for me. It was just because it's, like... It's just, like, pee-pee, poo-poo, fart-cum jokes, right? Like... Yeah. And I, I also thought it was just... I don't know. So, Big Mouth is, like, really weird to me on a lot of levels, but... I'd say it's not as, like, cringe as Big Mouth, I guess. I don't know. Okay. But I don't even think that most people think Big Mouth is cringe. Like, it's it's very culturally accepted, which is fucking weird to me. I don't get why people it is. think that that's, like, a normal show to watch. It's so ugly. Like, it's so, like, yeah. literally ugly to yeah. look at, too. Which I, is something I just don't... Like, Has-Been Hotel I don't really know much about, but at least that looks... Like it has, I don't it know, like it style. wouldn't scar me to look at. Yeah. Whereas Big Mouth looks, yeah, frightening. Yeah, it's also like Big Mouth's jokes are like much more. It it, it feels like it's aimed at like teenagers because like it's it's all about like te- like preteens. Right, it's and about like high teens school. Going yeah, this time, right? Yeah, so right. like me watching it, I'm like, all right, well, I just have zero interest in any of this. Um, like. I made a lot yeah. of these same jokes and worse when I was a kid. Yeah, 10 years um, ago, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, why would I want to rewatch them? And yeah. it's, like, I don't know. It's not, like, funny is my, is my problem <laughs> with it, I think. That's uh, fair. But Yeah, I don't know. I, I know a lot of people who, like, love that show. Uh, not a lot of people. I know some people who, like, love that show and... No, I was gonna say it's. It seems like it's pretty well received. It yeah, always has big yeah. stars on it too. Like I yeah. always hear, like, you know, so and so is on. It's like okay, sure, like, get for that what? bag. Yeah. <laughs> has been hotel. I don't really know anything about, but I have like an association. Even though I know the show is new, mm-hmm. I have an association from like when I was still on Twitter of that show being like a cursed object of with like a terrible fandom but i don't know how true that is and i might be conflating it with some other you know so, anime or something like like i put it in the same like category in my mind as like danganronpa or uh what's the what's up or what's the shitty no the webcomic uh the really long one the webcomic that has the really unhinged fans oh oh uh homestuck yeah for some yeah. reason, I put it in that category, even though I think that's totally wrong. Like, I don't think there's any good... But something... Yeah. Like, I must have had, like, a Twitter mutual or something at some point that, like, 
was really hate hating it or really liked it or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, or yeah, I could just really be crazy. strong emotions um, one way or the other. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, so I'll but, say that it's like it's from a studio that's made other sort of like series, and I think they had like series up on YouTube before this, like multiple series. So maybe maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've never seen any of those, and I think this one's like a little bit bigger of a hit. And like maybe that's just because yeah. like people are looking for something to watch. And I think it's also because it's not on YouTube, right? It's on like Amazon Prime Video, so it has a little bit more like sure power as like oh this is something to watch yeah it's i don't know like the <laughs> i'll say the musical aspect of it maybe is a bit more youtubey than like cartoon showy i guess but you know what i i earlier i said i hate musicals that was a lie i <laughs> love phineas and ferb i think it is a pretty easily top top 20 sitcoms Maybe top 50 that TV is a shows lot. I've ever seen of all time. but I don't think I've seen 50 TV shows in my life. Maybe like, I'm not, I'm not even being funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, but we have different viewing habits, right? Like, you watch a lot of movies. That's true. I've seen a lot no, of... No, 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 for sure. Maybe not TV shows in general, but, like, especially counting anime. Series. Like, for yeah. sure, TV shows, like, blow them out of the water. And even just in terms of, like, style of sitcom, I think it's... Part of that comes down to the fact that it is... It's all clean humor, so, like... They do a lot with what they have. I don't know. I think like SpongeBob did very well in the in the same regard, but yeah, definitely degraded over time because they ran out of material, right? I, I'm not going to get into the degradation of Phineas and Ferb, but season two was too. <laughs> season four. Oh my god! Ah, ah, no, keep going. We don't talk about it. Uh, well, uh, season one, you can distinctly see in Phineas and Ferb that there's like they're trying to sort of find their their groove, I guess. Um, season two, they're in their groove. They know what they're doing. Season three is when they get to play around with the formula a little bit, and they start having episodes which um, like break the paradigm of what you're expecting. Um, they do that a little bit in season two as well, but it's not really as often. And for like those episodes, I'm thinking more of the, the like two-parters, um, like the science fair episode, and then season four. I don't know. They kind of go off the rails a little bit. It's like. There's some episodes that are so intensely formulaic that it's not really that interesting. Like, the A plot really sort of falls flat a lot of times, and then they're heavily relying on the B plot, which, like, I, I get is the draw a lot of the times, but it's it's nice to have them have a more robust, like, A and B plot. I like I like having both of them. I'm, I'm greedy. It gives me a warm, happy feeling watching the show. And that's enough for me. And it's funny. And... Hey, that's what uh, cartoons are for, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah Warm, yeah. happy feeling. Definitely not the big mouth style of nasty, revolting, all of that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, even just in terms of like like any other sitcom, like uh, like Seinfeld or Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, not exactly the warm fuzzies with those shows. <laughs> well, right, right, not the warm fuzzies, but just in terms of like like humorous content, um, like it's it's up there, right? It's pretty high up there. Just, it, it, it's funny on its own merits, I'll say. And they do a lot with, like, they get away with a lot of, like, physical gags or, like, physical comedy that I guess you couldn't get away with um, in live action. Or things that you could get away with, but it'd be, like, harder to kind of work around. So, I appreciate hey, that. you want to talk about some physical comedy? I have a movie for you, I think. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah? <laughs> is it playtime? Yeah. <laughs> it is. Uh, you want to introduce our podcast? Yeah. Uh, this is We Want to Watch. And apparently we want to watch Phineas and Ferb. Uh, I'm Ricky. <laughs> I'm Lane. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to go through the whole, I'm a film bro. I'm not a film bro. I'm not an aspiring film you're bro. An asp- you're not? Well, then what do you want me to put in the description? Because I'll know. change it. I'm not an aspiring film just, bro, though. Like, I am not aspiring to be a film bro. I am not currently a film bro. Then then why are you doing this podcast besides we're friends and we like to talk about movies like, and everything movies. else? Like, it's it's not that I want to be a film bro. So you're bro, aspiring. I want to okay, well. Have seen films. Because anytime somebody asks me, oh, have you seen blank? I have to go, nope. Nada. Nope. So, and then they like so, try relating so, it to other movies, and I'm like, ooh, ah, yeah, nope, not me. <laughs> so should it be should it be an aspiring cinephile or something like that instead? Um, an aspiring, or just like aspiring movie literate person? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I figured Film Bro was just funnier. Film Bro is funnier. You know? That's why I'm fine with you leaving it as Film Bro. Like that is funnier, but it's not who I am. It's not me. Maybe on the inside. I don't. Well, you're right in that. You have not seen a lot of movies, uh, and I'm also this right podcast that I'm isn't valid. <laughs> you are valid. It's true. You're valid for being uh, someone who watches children's cartoons instead of important cinema. I mean, not recently, but yeah. This is a podcast where we watch movies that we want to watch, uh, and this week was a Rick's pick. And that Rick's pick was Playtime, the 1967-ish film. 1967 film? Yes, 67. Um, by someone... Do you need me to say? <laughs> name I am looking up. Jacques Tati. Oh, is it, that that might just be the... No, okay, that is the director. Yep, by Jacques Tati. <laughs> he's, he's also the main character, so... Yeah, I'm so... Okay, so did you know that? Or, like, going in? Because I think I that didn't. adds a layer to this movie. You um, did not? I did not. But I, um... I like when looking at the film, like, cause I was, I mean, I, I obviously had to look it up. It, it kind of tells you, <laughs> they're like, oh yeah, that guy with the umbrella in the beginning, that's the director. And I'm like, all right, cool. Thanks. <laughs> so what made you pick this movie? Cause yeah, I, when you first suggested it, I was like, oh, I don't think this is a movie that it gets referenced, but not by name. I think mm-hmm. it gets like movies play homage to it or, or whatnot, but um, I, I don't think I've ever seen somebody talk about this movie, really, uh, in, except in very specific circles. So, um, yeah, like, where did you hear about this, and, and what made you want to watch it? Uh, one of my friends suggested it to me. So, like... Oh, sh- shout out friend. Shout out Fred. We the shout out. We want to <laughs> shout out. Um, so, basically, I I said, hey, I'm making a movie podcast. Um, I usually riff for about 15 minutes in the beginning about Phineas and Ferb, uh, a children's cartoon. <laughs> and they said, oh, okay, cool. How about you watch a real fucking film? And I said, oh, <laughs> I'd like to do that. And they said, it's called Shout Playtime, out this friend. motherfucker. And I said, oh, all, all right. <laughs> then they started pushing me over. And I was like, I'm, I'm on a playground now. I'm on the ground. There's wood chips all around. <laughs> I was like, what's going on here? And they Your said, lunch money scattering onto the floor. <laughs> yeah. And then it, it like... good. It all stereoscoped into French. Everything was gray and uh, very little color. Yeah, no, but they, they said that cool. it's, like, a really cool movie, really interesting, like, visually interesting, and, um, like, really frenetic energy. And it, I mean, it delivered on all of that. 
Um, they also mentioned that the they really like the sound on it, like the music, and yeah, agreed. Yeah, really. I, so like, I would say that it was unhinged, but the movie is kind of unhinged. Like it follows along really well with how the sound develops throughout the film. I I, I do want to ask though, uh, like this movie is a, it's like a take on capitalism, right? Like that's what the that's what they're getting at, yeah. I think that's, yeah, what, I mean, I think this is more of a group of gags, like, it's like gags the movie. Right. I, I feel like, right. yes, it, it's definitely supposed to be, like, if you wanted to derive a meaning from this, I definitely think it's supposed to be, isn't it absurd that we live in this, like, super consumerist, uh, capitalist city or, or life, whatever, um, mm. environment? You know, the, the most obvious thing I think that kind of comments on that, besides the color, which you already mentioned, is the... You never see any of the Paris stuff like directly. It's always yeah. like in reflection. Yeah, yeah. Which is or kind like, of on like postcards or something. They'll have, yeah, they'll have like posters yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah. So so yeah, I think that's definitely like the theme in that way. But I I mean There's also like everyone has yeah. jobs. Full honchoism. Like everyone is working. <laughs> like even if they're not doing anything, everyone's got a job. Yeah. No, that well, everyone's moving. I think that's what yeah. makes this movie part of what makes it so interesting is that you really get the sense that the extras all have very particular things they're supposed to be doing or like, you know, actions they're supposed to complete or, you know, it's a very fleshed out cast in that way, even though there's no like named characters besides like the, the one guy really. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, every, everyone on the screen is like, has, has some business going on. Yeah. And like some of it's kind of, inscrutable like some of it makes sense right it's like oh okay like this this guy opens the doors this guy's the chef like yada yada and then some of it's just like oh okay that guy's just like he's just standing there and he's got like a clipboard like what's what's he and there's a lot of people like that where they're just yeah, like this guy there. is selling cabinets that close quietly like <laughs> yeah like what? there's tons of what is yeah here? yeah um, yeah which I, I like about it though it's it's like silly and funny and there are a lot of like weird visual gags. So like like you said, yeah. uh, like the hook into this, this is visual gags the movie. I definitely didn't pick up on most of them. I think, I, or I mean, I hope. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely think so. Just because there's it's there's so much fucking shit happening on screen all the time. Um, and not everything is a gag. Yeah. Is part of it yeah. Too. So it's like some of the people are really just like sitting there like shuffling a paper or whatever. But then other times you'll look and it's like, oh, this lady's hat is the wing of a plane yeah, like right, right now or something. And it'll be like, oh, cool. So it's it's rewarding in that sense. And that you, yeah, I, like this is the second time I've seen this now. And um, yeah, I, I noticed definitely more or like different stuff this time around, even though I just watched this, you know, six months ago or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll see it. You see, like, a woman walking around, and it's, like, she she looks like she's a nurse. And, like, you hear a baby cry, and you're, like, oh, that's a nurse, right? Like, whatever. She's walking a baby through, like, an airport. Whatever, I guess. Makes sense. And then, it, like, in the background of the next scene, she, it's, it's actually just papers. And she was actually just going to, like, refill, like, a copier or something. It's, like, wait a second. What the fuck? What happened to the baby? There was never a baby. She's not a nurse. And it's, like, what is happening yeah. here? yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know uh, if there's really a plot outside of that, right? Outside no, of... it's mostly like set pieces yeah. more than anything, right? There's yeah. like the like five or so. Yeah, like he, he, he's moving throughout like a city, right? Which we know is, it's in France, 
I, I guess it's Paris. Um, it you is. You see the actual tower Paris. in the background. Or not in the background, in like a reflection once. But yeah, it's it's like weird Paris. It's bizarro Paris. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely supposed to be, you know, like alien in a way. Of course, like mm-hmm. the way that our main character um, like interacts with everything is he's he is just as like kind of weirded out by everything as we are, mm-hmm. both because it's all alien and like cubist or whatever, like very like hyper futuristic and because it's goofy and funny. Um, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, you really feel like an observer in this movie. Like, you're not, you're not in the driver's seat. Yeah. You're not, like... Right. And, like, neither is the main character, either. So, like, they're not yeah. driving towards anything. So you're just sort of, like... You're just watching shit happen a lot of times. And it's, like... Yeah. It's weird. For better or worse. Yeah. True. Yeah. The, the camera is very still. Like, there's mm-hmm. a lot of, like... We're just going to lock it in here. And we're just going to watch people move about. And, like, objects move around. And sound, you know, evoke different things. Um, it's, it's it, it is calming. a very unique watch. Like some yeah. some scenes are kind of calming, especially like the less can, sort of energetic ones. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The the it kind of reminds you of like or reminds me, I guess, of like YouTube ambient like coffee shop videos, you know, that you play. And it's like, it'll just be people coming in and out of the screen, like, or whatever, like that kind of thing. It, it's kind of like that only only kind French. of to look at. Yeah, only very weirdly French. <laughs> um, have you ever... Were you a Tom and Jerry guy? I know we just talked about I cartoons for Tom 20 minutes at the beginning of this. Yeah, okay. bring it back to the cartoons. So, and <laughs> I also loved Popeye as a kid. Big Popeye's okay. kid. Did you... Do you remember there were like maybe like 20, maybe fewer than that, kind of Soviet Tom and Jerry episodes that were like really surreal they looked different like they still looked like the the classic chuck jones tom and jerry in a way but the mm-hmm. animation style was much more like just new wavy is the best way i could talk about it and they had a lot of like sci-fi or like strange episodes like fantastical episodes no but i'm trying to think I of like what the best one up. is <laughs> you'll know if okay hang on let me look up the name of one I'm trying to find like the name of one of the famous ones i can like picture them in my head this is very important obviously right oh yeah Okay, so, like, Mouse in Space, I feel like, or Mouse Into Space, I feel like that's one that, if you look that up, you'll be like, oh, yeah, I remember this episode. Uh, <laughs> Maybe I'm crazy. Mouse in Space, Tom and Jerry. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I get, I get what you're saying, too. You can, you can even tell just from the stills that, like, the animation was definitely different here, too. Yeah, yeah. The there was, like, one of them weird. in the jungle. There was one of them, uh, <laughs> duh, there was... I think there was one of them that that was like on a ship, like they were shipwrecked, or like on an island or something. This is this is a Gene Deitch uh, short. Yeah, that's what it. Yeah, yeah, those. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, I I think all that research to say, it reminds me this this movie reminds me of those episodes because of like the dubbing. If you remember, like that those episodes or those um yeah those episodes were usually like really kind of sloppily uh, voiced. <laughs> And then the kind of like, yeah, strange, like you said, frenetic. This movie isn't really fast necessarily, but just because there's a lot on screen, it reminds me again of those just very surreal and very like, yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm getting at, but just evokes that for me. Hmm. I, I, haven't, I haven't seen, I'm not familiar enough with them, I guess. Fair enough. But no, I mean this, yeah, I, I do think the, it's, 
really impressive the way all of this was just executed from like a just watching this the movie and imagining having to choreograph it all that part is the most i think the most interesting thing of it all obviously the visual gags are just fun it's a fun Mm -hmm. hang but um thinking about like how you would actually go about telling all of your extras what to do making sure all the different objects kind of line up properly uh the you know various things with sound and light that happen in this um especially again the choreography especially with the fact that like they are such like large shots like really wide shots and they go on for like such a long period of time like there there's some scenes which are like almost excruciatingly long and like i mean obviously it's just one take and it's a lot of people doing many things in sync or like very closely to in sync and it's just like yeah it's almost uncanny valley sometimes watching it's like um like watching divers like synchronized swimming and stuff um but it's like just (laughs) a little bit off like they're just different enough that you're like okay they're not like really synchronized but something else is going on here (laughs) yeah i do think it is uneven i think some parts of it are much more interesting and funny Mm -hmm. than others Mm -hmm. you know when i think the trade show part okay because there's like there's the opening when everybody's kind of coming to paris right Right, so like the the bus arriving in the airport yeah when you first meet like the tour group and then there's like the office building which is uh do you remember barbie <laughs> do you yeah, remember does, the scene where she's running through yeah yeah that bottom yeah. floor yeah 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 definitely i think that's what they were going for there um mm-hmm. so like that that whole thing like the maze um of all of the offices and then there's like the trade show which is where i think it starts to get a little bit boring we, for a time yeah, like okay. some of them are funny but it, it's yeah. it's definitely a different type of humor for sure um yeah maybe a bit dated and then yeah dated and like the commentary like you know i don't think this is a movie you should come to for commentary yeah. right like yeah. um but i i feel like it's like oh consumerism's bad right right i don't know it just it's it doesn't have much else to say i guess mm-hmm. not much uh, in, to it. in my view yeah yeah uh although the the little like uh, like you mentioned, the postcards and, and things like that. Those are cute. Mm-hmm. And the um, flower stall that she visits um, with those two, like, kids from Greece <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, sh- that, like, show up in her in her picture for a second and, like, the music cuts in with, like, this, like, rock and roll music. It's really funny for a, a second there. Yeah, they, they do really well with the music and, like, not choreographing it with... I Not, like, choreographing the movie to the music, but they match what's happening to music very well. I, oh, for sure. Yeah. I don't know how to describe that, but... No, yeah. Yeah. I think the way you said it makes perfect sense. No. I, it is kind of like a choreography, especially since the music, some of it is diegetic and some of it is not. Mm. Yeah. It has to just be choreographed better, I guess. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned uneven because it, in a way, like, so like Wes Anderson films are like sort of choreographed very similarly, right? There's a lot of stuff happening in the background. Like, it seems like everyone sort of has something going on. Uh, but mm-hmm. on the flip side, it's very much so the opposite of that. Like, this movie is very okay with, like, putting you somewhere where you're, like, not exactly like a fly on the wall, but, like, y- you are spectating from a point. And it doesn't really matter. Like, I'm not saying that scene composition isn't important because, like, obviously a lot of attention has been paid to scene composition but it's almost like they intentionally make the scenes like unevenly not only evenly lit but like unevenly um 
important like there are certain areas that are more important than others like when you're watching it and like so in the in the office and like the maze scene uh like not the maze yeah. scene, but like in the office it's a scene, maze i mean yeah, yeah maze. the maze yeah. scene <laughs> um like when you're when you're looking at all of these different like cubicles and like i mean a they're just weird as fuck like there's like no way in and out of them it's just like <laughs> like stand-up cubicles with like uh like letter like mailboxes on one side and they kind of use them yeah <laughs> and like people are being called to different cubicles um and walking through each other's cubes <laughs> to get to the yeah to places <laughs> right um, it's the worst place to work it's just like so so weird um but like you're not placed like perfectly in the middle of them you're not seeing like three on one side three no on you're from one one far end of, yeah. of the whole thing yeah, yeah. and you just Which sort is, of like plop there like it's like all right like here you are yeah. you're looking <laughs> you know what it's actually like mm. it's kind of like where's waldo it's like yeah. animated where's waldo yeah, yeah, yeah. in a way um you know whereas wes anderson it's very much like this is what you were supposed to be focusing on mm. and like anything in the background is like there in service of you know people might have like little gags and things but they're not they're, they're not supposed to draw your attention away, really, from whatever's happening pretty much in the center of the screen. Yeah. Whereas this movie is very much like, where no matter where you look, you have like almost like a low-level anxiety of like, am I looking at the right thing? Right. Am I missing yeah, yeah. something? Because there's just, and that there's no right answer because there's like five, ten different things happening in any given shot. So Yeah, shit's just always um, happening. Um, yeah. It's, it's almost like, uh, like Wes Anderson is like the jamiroquois like virtual insanity where where like if you re- replace jamiroquois with like where's waldo like he's always sort of in the center of screen or like moving from one side to the other and your eyes are always drawn to him right like you're like oh there he is yeah like he's always moving over there um and this movie is just it's it's the fucking dentist's office like i spy book sitting on the edge of the table that you're like <laughs> well i mean I'm not doing anything else for the next 42 minutes while I wait here. Like, I might as well, you know? It's that or watch Ice Age on the fucking TV. Like, gotta fix something. Um, and then as the as the movie sort of goes on, and, like, later on, especially, like, in the restaurant, when you see shit start to, like, fall apart, um, like, the music starts falling apart, too, which I think is really oh, funny. Oh, th- yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, so before, <laughs> before the restaurant though is the apartment part which is like the worst that part sucks like that part actively (laughs) is bad i think of that of this movie it's like the thing that if that part i know it's not a really long movie but i really and i get that you kind of maybe need a lull before you go into this like 40 minute stretch of of just the restaurant constantly (laughs) like hitting the fan Yeah, yeah 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 but it is it's it's so dull and i feel like it doesn't really it's not as interesting as it could be in the sense of like what they're looking at you know the whole point is like you know it seems like we're watching them you know either through a tv screen but then also they're kind of watching each other uh the two like families or whatever it, it just mm-hmm. it, it, i don't know it, it, it doesn't nice there's, it's not even that there's yeah but mm-hmm. it, it <sighs> i i just feel like i wish that there had been maybe even, not even a gag but just like something interesting more interesting about it because it's not okay it's like we're observing mm-hmm. them but then what are we observing do or what are we observing them do right not really much the like they're not really the actually scene? doing yeah 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 other than to give a breather and so yeah i don't know but 
But yeah, the fact that you forgot or that we kind of skipped right over it and started talking about the restaurant is yeah, it's it's kind <laughs> of unmentionable, of or not unmentionable, but like forgettable. <laughs> yeah, um, easy yeah. to be not mentioned. Yeah, breezed over. Yeah, yeah. So the the restaurant, I mean, that's like the best part of the film. Like, you, yeah. I think oh, yeah. that would play well as even just like a movie in its own right, like a short, you know, yeah, like forty minute sequence to just watch. Because yeah, it's it's incredible i do kind of like the setup like like the airport sort of like the the scenes sort of set you up to be like oh okay like we're going somewhere new right like the airport's like all right we're going somewhere new like get into a i don't know if it's like a mind mindset shift i don't know why that took me so long to say but um but it's definitely like a paradigm shift where at, at least for me like especially in the beginning like you are sort of floundering for like meaning in the shots i guess where you're like oh like i i need to like find what is happening like what's the what's the focus what am i looking at and then like as it goes on you at, at least i i mean sort of like like back that up a little bit and i was like well you know like just enjoy what's going on like it doesn't really have to follow a plot structure like just sort of enjoy like the the cacophony of like what's happening and then like it it sort of like ramps you up right you you get a little bit more used to like oh like this is like the city life um especially like after you get out of the office building and then they're like they're out on the street you get to like see a little bit more shit it's like oh okay like cool um like i kind of get the gist of like where this is going uh and then the uh the restaurant is like the conflict i guess right um because that's where like all of these i guess intricate um sort of esoteric systems because like we don't know what's running this shit like what is making all of this shit like function because it's kind of like a well-oiled machine like it's like looking at like a watch right like like there's a lot of shit happening you might not know like what the function of everything is but like there's a lot of shit happening there um and it just starts like breaking apart like little bits at a time start like falling to pieces and then like as that gets more and more pronounced it's like all right well like what the fuck is happening here well yeah that's the whole point of the restaurant right yeah 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 it's like to show humanity like bursting through this like well-oiled machine that is running basically just for money and then you have this this really funny the american like guy the like loud american in the restaurant mm-hmm. who's just like telling people like i'll buy everything it's fine this round's on me like over and over again mm-hmm. <laughs> um but yeah so it, it you know the the after the restaurant scene is when there's color in the city again and like you have the like the cars are all colorful and they're driving in uni- unison and like but not in like a not in a robotic you know, way machine like yeah. way yeah or yeah but in a kind of like a a, a yeah, full of life kind of way. There's um, one de vir and so has you, been revised. There you go. Yeah. And so, yeah, so I think that's the whole point. Yeah, you're right in that it needs the setup to have that kind of uh, satisfaction of the restaurant scene being so boisterous and over the top and mm-hmm. everyone kind of starts letting loose a little bit. Yeah, because, like, before you see it, like, together, or, like, before you see it breaking apart, you have to see it together, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite parts of the, the restaurant scene was um, where the the door, like the glass door shatters, but the guy was like holding the handle. Oh. 
So he keeps that like, part's so funny. He keeps like opening the door for people, even though it's not there. Yeah, he keeps doing it. <laughs> yeah, it's then, the way. The, yeah, like one yeah, guy like yeah. stumbles by him before he could get the door, like quote unquote, door open, and he just sort of like looks at him with the handle in his hand as he walks by him. And it's so yeah, the visual jokes or like the the continued building upon themselves mm-hmm. of the jokes in in that scene specifically are. They're really funny. Like, of course, I think my favorite might be the um, the waiter that is, like, just stranded on the balcony because his outfit <laughs> continues to be more and more <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Like, someone's like, I dropped my tie in this escargot. Can you swap me? Like, oh, yeah, whatever. yeah. Eddie, yeah. Or, yeah. He, he's, like, yeah, trading his shoes it's... out. Shit yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he trades his shoes, <laughs> his jacket, his pants, his tie. I think every his little, uh, his little um, like, napkin over his arm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so that's part of what makes that scene so winning is that it goes on so long. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, you couldn't have it, I guess. Uh, it, it wouldn't be as satisfying to not have the preface of all of the boring or more more staid parts of it right. uh, beforehand. There's there's this idea of, um, like, getting through the laugh desert. I forget where I heard this from, but, like, th- there's this comedian who, like, they would make jokes and they're like even if it bombs i'm going to like keep pursuing that same line of like comedy right and he would just keep doing it so often that like eventually people would start laughing again just at the sheer like absurdity of like how is this guy still doing the same joke even though it's like very clearly failed like no one has been laughing it's not funny right like stop just stop and that honestly inspires a lot of my comedy outside of it being like guerrilla warfare i do sort of get latched onto things and when i read that i really resonated well with it and this movie does that really well as well where it's just like like they they take like a gag which you might see as just like a one-off gag right And you're like oh okay like haha i i get it like like that guy like lost his lapel funny okay and then they just keep doing it and they're just like they're just like yeah how's this well and 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 it's not just that they'll keep doing it it's that they'll do it and then they'll go do something else and then they'll come back to it which is what makes it so funny because it's 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 long enough for you to forget yeah yeah Yeah. i think i've heard a similar thing where it's like what is the most time that you can put between jokes before you like reference back to an old like to a joke you had previously made and that's the funniest Mm -hmm. time like is is right after the audience has forgotten about whatever your gag was before yeah, so, yeah, yeah. For Same, sure, true, too, yeah. Some of that here, yeah, for sure. Okay. Everybody loves a good callback. Do you like stand-up comedy? <laughs> eh, there's some stand-up that I've seen that I've, like, really appreciated. Um, some of it kind of falls flat for me. I don't know. Um, it's kind of difficult. Like, some of it is, like, definitely a, a difficult watch, I'll say. Um, I don't know. Like, so... I used to be into the Joe Rogan podcast, like, a while ago. Um, hey, in, like, oh. high school. All right. In, like, high school. That was, um, like, two years ago. Yeah, I know, right? And then I I started, like, I've tried to watch some of Joe Rogan's stand-up, and it's, like, kind of atrocious. Um, <laughs> like, really bad. Uh, and, I mean, even now, I can't watch it. I can't watch, like, the Joe Rogan experience anymore because it's, like, just him going whoa yeah that's crazy man you ever see a bear and it's like all right cool like thanks joe people say he, um, i i've only ever seen like small clips of his of 
the show, but people say that he's an, mm-hmm. a great interviewer, which I wonder, is it just because he is always baffled by what people are saying? And so he just yeah. like blindly yeah. wants to follow whatever or like listen to whatever they're saying and believe it. Like, I feel like he, I've never seen him like challenge a guest in an interesting way. They just, he just asks no. like, yeah. like, oh yeah, you're right. Like a bear. Like <laughs> that's a really good. He's, he's good at staying engaged. Um, but he always has like positive engagement. It's almost never negative engagement. It's never him. It's almost never him like pushing back and saying like, no, like that's not right. true. Or like, I don't think that's true. Like let's sometimes he'll say, Oh, Hey Jamie, like, like let's look that up. Like let's bring up the numbers. Like let's look at it. Um, and I, I think that comes from a time when, so there, there was a time where like he was, he was like just doing it for like the laughs. And then right around like, episode 700 to 900 or so he started like, bringing in like experts in fields and sure. the level of like expert or even the level of like how much this is a verified like field of study is like was like wildly <laughs> different right because he'd have on people who are like maybe not heart surgeons but like people who study the heart like pulmonologists and whatnot and um they give like really good advice on like oh like like, here's how your diet should look, yada, yada. Like, this is what this should be, yada, yada. And then, like, the next episode, he would have someone who, like, doesn't believe in paleontology. And <laughs> he would treat, like, their claims as yeah. exactly the same. Like, exactly the same level of veracity between the two. Um, <laughs> and then, like, a couple weeks later, he'd have, like, a paleontologist on. And, like, that guy would be getting red in the face. And, like, Joe would treat his claims exactly the same as the guy who was, like... Right. Who was, like... Actually, I think the earth was flat, and they put the bones there to make us think that it's round. And it's like, <laughs> okay, cool, I guess. So it's... Yeah, just platforming for the sake of it. Like, not actually right. yeah, engaging. No, it's not even really engaging. It's just encouraging at that point. Right, right, right. Um, so, like, I've known very smart people who have, maybe not very smart people, but I've, I've known, like, intelligent people, intelligent, competent people who have said, to me oh yeah i think joe rogan's the smartest person that i've ever like that's crazy that's insane that's that that person's disqualified if you're listening to this show fuck off what do you (laughs) what do you like mean like how are you defining his intelligence and they're like the answer always sort of comes down to well like he's always open-minded and it's like right but like having an open mind to new ideas like that is not alone a gauge of intelligence (laughs) right there's something to be said for like discernment and like Bayesian priors to be able to like, yeah, yeah, to have some form of healthy skepticism at any point in time. Yeah. Um, So I don't know. Not to shit on Joe. Like he does do that sometimes. And like, yeah, he's our main, uh, (laughs) our main adversary in the podcast realm, obviously. Yeah, you're right. He's our number one. Yeah. So so maybe this is all biased, but. You're right. It, It is. But also, yeah. No, I hate that. I have like a a serious aversion to like health grift specifically. Like mm-hmm. something about like hearing, like the only real um, social media I use anymore is the Instagram I have for my cat. And so sometimes I'll mm-hmm. be like scrolling on there and I'll see people like, especially like beauty or wellness kind of stuff. And it's like, oh, if you rub your face with this particular plastic tool every day like you'll have a jawline whatever oh, in six yeah, months like and it's like molding stuff yeah yeah like that or like you know anything any kind of supplements like supplements vitamins like specialty like any kind of yeah. that 
like yeah or it just i i hate that shit i i cannot believe that people eat it up uh and i feel like joe rogan is like a big i mean of course he doesn't have the same audience necessarily for like beauty but you know the the like male wellness grift is real like or like the um you know keto or paleo diet that type of thing like he was all of that is a big proponent of that i honestly think that the only reason why those got big is because of joe probably yeah he's he's got a huge platform so yeah well and it just it's it's it seeps into like other because so many people watch him from so many different like i'll say walks of life that yeah like they spread it so naturally um right and it, it just comes down to like oh yeah i heard about this on like this cool podcast i listened to and like there's no like veracity or like verifiability behind it so like you hear that and you're like oh okay sure like i'll give it a shot yeah um, there's no and... provenance to the like the claim you can't trace it anywhere right. other than oh it came from joe rogan got it cool cool that's right, trustworthy right. <laughs> and i mean like yeah. some of it is like good information um but it's there's there's this definitely saying about like if you apply knowledge in the wrong way right or even if you have a small amount of knowledge into like oh, like, this is good. And it's like, but why is it good? Like, why right. do these things help? And it's like, without that, the understanding of the why, you can sort of, like, have a very, like, perverted view of, like, oh, like, this is something good, I'm going to pursue it. Like, like bone broth and shit. Like, people get really into, like, yeah. that sort of thing. And it's like, all right, but, like, it, that doesn't mean you have to eat it for every meal. It just means... It also that, doesn't like, mean it has, like, special mystical properties. Right, like, right, you know, right. Or, or it's yeah, just, it's like, like you're eating soup. It's good soup for you. Soup is good for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah who would have thought? Like, 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 eating soup feels good. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so or, it's definitely, like, a, the, like, the general populace... It's like info hazards, right? Like, the general populace exposed to, like, this very sort of, like, all information is the same sort of, like... Um, yeah. Fucking... The way in which he engages with the audience and with the the like person that he's podcasting with i mean it is like it's engaging there's definitely like always something to listen to there's always something interesting to hear um and like they follow he follows through pretty well on like interesting tangents does he talk to women i feel like i've never yeah. seen a clip of him talking to women like regularly yeah. or like is it always like um a one-off? i mean some of some of my favorites have been him talking to women. Uh, th- actually, the the example that I was doing earlier, the the pulmonologist, that was a woman. Um, yeah. And I only remember it because she was like she was talking about alfalfa sprouts specifically, uh, and how like they're great for your heart, great for your brain. Oh yeah. Um, you want to like fr- if you freeze them, it actually like breaks apart. So like that was a great podcast because she went like in depth into like why certain things work really well, like. She's like, oh, like, smoothies, like, this is why it works. Like, oh, like, freezing it, this is why it's, like, it's good for you. It, like, breaks apart the cell walls, and that helps make the um, uk- or prokaryotic, whatever, eukaryotic, whatever. The, the nutrients within the, the cell yeah. are, like, more bioavailable then. And it's like, oh, shit, like, that's crazy. It's something I never would have thought of. Like, that's really interesting and cool. I'm glad that I learned it. Versus, like, again, like, taken in the exact same vein, like, they put the bones in the ground, man. Like, <laughs> there's no reason for these dinosaur bones to be there. You, you ever wonder why only some people find them when, like, literally <laughs> millions of people have found dinosaur bones all around the world? And it's like, bro, like, what? And it's just not yeah. questioned is the thing. I, yeah. I love it when, like, Joe's guests actually, like, Joe will say something just, like, crazy, batshit insane. And his guests will be like, I don't, I don't think so, Joe. And then, like, they'll look it up, and Joe's just, like, so fucking wrong. 
and like <laughs> he's got to pivot to a new topic. It's great. Well, yeah, I mean, it wasn't he an MMA boxer too? Like he, that man has fucking. <laughs> <laughs> he's got brain damage cte yeah i was gonna say cte and and he does like a lot of drugs i don't know not um, again so, like more power to him but yeah he was in mma for a little bit now he's a he's like a he's been a caster for a while um, right yeah yeah of like the ufc and probably certain mma events as well um and i think that's where like he got a lot of his platform from originally um totally I mean, he, yeah for sure he's been grinding at the podcast thing for like years like long before anyone else so oh yeah i mean he was podcasting in like the fucking obama era basically like way uh, way early he was podcasting in like the 90s like this guy's well been that's not podcasting but yeah podding. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah because he hosts fucking fear factor too and uh, i mean he got his start yeah. on um what's that show with tony danza or no it's not tony danza Tony. Danza. is it news radio am i making up the tony danza's on there i might be mm, anyway i don't know i only know tony danza from the Tony Danza show. <laughs> We're way off the plot. <laughs> it's an extravaganza. Uh, anyway. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> anyway. That's a deep cut yeah. for all my Danza fans out there. Holy my fans. Another episode of fucking edits like crazy. Another episode of just 20 minutes of brain fucking melting slush. It's been like 40 if you count the Phineas and Ferb stuff at the beginning. That's but true, I think that honestly. Just, that just goes to show this is a movie... Like, in summary, I think, not that we have to stop talking about it, but uh, this movie is more fun to watch than to talk about by far. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Because we could, we could spend, like, we could spend time talking about all of the, yeah, like all the gags. Every gag, breaking down everything that happened. But like, there's, there's no real plot for us to be like, hey, like, like, this is like what happened. There's no real, like, I, I mean, we touched on the cinematography, like, it is interesting, but you, you yeah. definitely sort of get used to it. Uh, and it's something that you kind of have to, like, experience. You have to watch the movie and, and you get, like, oh, yeah. like, like immediately after watching it, you'll be like, oh, like, I, I get it. I know what you're talking about. Um, right, right. Well, and, yeah, and I do think tough. the most mm-hmm. in- interesting thing, I think, to go in with, if anyone hasn't watched it and, you know, is listening to this, is knowing that the director is also the star is, like, a big, or at least, I mean, it's funny to call him the star, but, like, the main, you know, our main, like, French guy character. Um, Just because I think that adds a real interesting layer of of complexity because, right, you have to be able to choreograph yourself while you're directing, which is pretty, I I think that's impressive. I just think that adds to to the, you know, just the the ludicrousness of of how this movie looks (laughs) and how intricate it all is. So Also, the, the time in which it took place and, like, the timing with which this these scenes like occur right um yeah it's it's just it's kind of like fantastical because they didn't like they, it's not like everyone had earpieces and they could say like all right like like you walk over here yeah right. you do this right like, like these the squad or like these people like move out like okay and now you guys like everyone get into your car at the same time like nope these guys are just all doing it and they're all professionals so they're they're all going to perform it in the same way and like it's i don't really, uh, really see i do cool. think I do think that there's a high level of direction happening. Like, I, from just the very cursory level of whatever research I did into this, uh, this movie took, like, 10 years to make. Like, like they didn't shoot for 10 years, but, like, it took 10 years of prep, basically. Um, And that's a a long-ass time. (laughs) And so I do think that mm -hmm. it's not just that there's people 
really good at their jobs necessarily, but I do think there's a, an extreme exacting level of control uh, happening on screen. With, and for, I mean, it's great. Sure. And I think, yeah. But the, the way off. in which they exert that is like, the way it's in odd. Which. Yeah, the way the way that they exert that is odd, right? <laughs> like it's 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 not like there there are tools available to like the modern director which were not available at the time, right? Um, well, I don't think I mean I do you know because a lot of this movie is dubbed and the music is you know coming from or the sound effects are like dubbed in. Um, mm-hmm. I do you know you see that in modern movies too. You can provide direction audibly and then oh oh okay just oh, mute it later it. so i yeah, imagine okay, some true. of that i imagine that's happening somewhat here but no i mean like mm-hmm. you can't you know that that still takes time and precision and and yeah, you know a lot sure. of choreography to work or coordination so mm-hmm. yeah it's cool yeah it's a, yeah it's a cool movie i yeah i feel like i would be i would like to see this in a theater i think because i've seen it twice now i liked it a little mm-hmm. bit less on a second viewing just because the parts where it slogs like knowing that those are coming up i'm like oh, oh yeah you kind of i've like... got to sit and watch the fucking apartment scene again yeah. like that's... oh dear god and, <laughs> and i didn't get anything more out of it the second time in those parts and so right. right yeah but i think seeing it like on a huge screen with a crowd would be really fun because you would be able to see things you know um up close like that that would be that would be cool but it's still a good i mean it's still really cool and it's i think it's a quintessential movie for this podcast and that it's obviously so influential Mm-hmm. And it's so unhinged, just like the pod. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're that unhinged, are we? Ah, I wouldn't say we're too hinged with it either. We're like medium hinged. I don't know. It's a. It is definitely a tough movie to talk about. Like going into this, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't know what to say about it. It's outside of like, oh yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, what a crazy and kooky movie. I am. I am looking forward to a second watch. I'll be honest with you. I definitely want to watch this movie a few times. I don't think I want to watch it, like, right away uh, again, but yeah, I do want to watch it again. Like, it's it's on the radar. I'm like, okay, this has to happen eventually. I, I don't know when. It'll feel right then, though, right? Yeah. It'll be a good one to forget about and then be like, you know what I haven't seen and I should rewatch for a fun hang? Yeah, yeah. It's it's like that gag that people pull out, like right when you forget about it, you know, and they're like, oh, hey. Boo. Oh, boo, boo. boo, the listener still remembers that. Boo. <laughs> um, this hasn't been long enough to be self-referential. Boo. I'm, anyway. All right. All right. All right. Are you, did your friend uh, recommend anything else besides Playtime? I'm just curious if, like, who this no, friend. No, I want to know just, more about your cinephile friend. No, I mean, they, they. Honestly, I don't even think they're a cinephile. They were just like, hey, like, you should watch this, dude. And I was like, yeah, sure, no problem. And we've talked it's about a weird other movies movie. in the past. Yeah. I don't know. I'll ask him about it later. I'll, I'll see uh, see if he has any other recommendations or um, any other cool movies in general. It. I'll say anytime I've mentioned a movie, it seems like he's seen it. Yeah. So maybe he is a cinephile, like undercover. A cinef- cinephile? Cinephile? Cinephile. <laughs> cinephile. You know, you remember the game mm. Seen It? The board game? From no. like... A decade or two ago? No? no. Okay. It was like a mo- like a DVD and a board game, and you would okay. like, it would have clips from movies, and like you'd have okay, to try well, and guess. It'd be like movie it. trivia. Like, like I'm not. Okay. Well, there were like, there were commercials and shit. Like it wasn't like it was. <sighs> God, man. You you remember that card game cinephile from like when we played it over your house <laughs> a couple of months ago? And how. It was 3v1, and I was still winning. <laughs> Lane, you fun. could 
All right. I was gonna like you could win that game. I was gonna say like with a hand tied behind your back or like with an eye closed, yeah. but like neither of those are those... particular impairments <laughs> with, in terms of the game. So, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Not a movie guy over here. That's what I'm trying to get into it. That's 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 what that's this what, well, is yeah, for. That's why I was asking if this other guy had any recommendations for you. Just, I know, you well, know. And that's why I said I'm gonna talk to him about it. We're gonna. You know, we're have gonna you started a list? Because I know we nah. have our letterbox list that I add to, but you don't. Wow. I'll add to the it. The listeners want it. The listeners want to see your your list and your logs. I'll uh, I don't know. I, I'll I'll make. A We're never going to build any parasocial relationships like this. That's true. That's true. I need the parasocial relationships. I'll start adding some to because I I don't know if I made a letterbox. Um, you did. You definitely I did? did. Okay. Yeah. I'll start. I'll start adding to that, and I'll. I want to start putting up the movies that I've seen because I. I haven't seen a ton of you movies, should. but I've definitely seen, yeah. like, I think more than I expect I've seen. Every time I, like, sit down and I try to, like, go through them, it's more than I, like, can immediately recall, right? Yeah. The best way to do that on Letterboxd is to just go to the Films tab and just browse by popular and just mark yeah. them as, like, yep, watch this, watch this, watch this. Yeah, so, yeah. And then That's before you know doing, it, it'll yeah. be 2,000 movies and you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Why I don't I have a college movies. degree? <laughs> I've never seen 2,000 movies. That, no, I know, I know. That'd be a movie a day for, like, seven years. That's crazy. I've seen 2,000 movies. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, that's, uh, like, a movie a day for seven years. <laughs> or, like, a movie every couple days for my whole life. I mean, yeah, take your true. pick. True. <laughs> Anything else to say about this movie? Not really. I mean, I think it's a good watch. Cool film. Um, I don't know. We're it struggling. is tough to talk about. It's tough to talk about. Yeah. This maybe wasn't a great one to pick for a podcast, which, like... I mean, sorry, That's I fine. didn't know that, but... Um, no, 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 it's okay. It, it's fine, yeah, yeah. I think. We but talked like, about the interesting cool things. cool to watch. Great to watch. Yeah. And I feel like it'd be cool to, like, talk about with someone while you're watching it. Like, it'd be cool to Yeah, shit, on. we should have done a commentary. Yeah, that yeah, would have been fun. Yeah, that, that, one, that might actually have worked a lot better, especially for this movie, more than, like, any... It's because, like, the dialogue is, like, not non-existent. Incidental. But, like, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. like... I do like that, it. about... That, that it's, like, the dialogue is, like, you could just watch this without, you know, in totally in French and with no yeah. subtitles and it'd be fine. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't need yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At times it's even mixed into the background. Like you really can't yeah. even understand the words in English that they're saying, which is kind of uh, fun. Sometimes the subtitles were not working for me for those parts. Like it, they just like cut off entirely. I don't know if it was like the sound mixing or something. They just like didn't pick it up on like the track that was recording for the yeah, but uh, it did not impact your ride. watch, I'm sure. Yeah, Not at all. I, I don't care about these French people or what they're saying to each other. Fuck them, you know? <laughs> uh, long story short, I hate the French, but this movie is probably the only good thing that they've produced outside of... Um, uh, What's the, the anime the, you the like? Pre- procedure? Uh, fuck. The uh, Trial? You could just call the it trial. The Trial. Also, the, trial. the French didn't make that. It was a co- co-production. They, they were involved. <laughs> they were involved. All right. And you know what? There is a lot of French animation. I'll say French animation is probably like the second, like France is the second biggest animator in the world after Japan. So you are just itching to talk about animation. My God, you said animation. Not... You mentioned animation earlier. You literally just. Said I was it. trying to think of the uh, blue blue eyed samurai. Is that the name of the one that you like? Isn't that French? I I don't know. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I think. I thought you referenced it a few when we talked on Rogency. Anyway, it don't matter. Uh, yeah, the French can sometimes make good movies. Uh, it's true. Not on Sandy. Fuck that movie. Bad French movie. No, I haven't heard of Blue-Eyed Samurai. 
Although now I'm going to watch it. Really? Maybe. I don't know who else would have fucking told me about this, but. Yeah, this like, this like just came out. <sighs> like 2023, in November of 2023. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I thought you brought it up. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Right. That's kind of crazy. Wow. And it's made by a French studio called Blue Spirit. That's cool as fuck. Yeah, but I mean, so anyway, like, cool. That's a really cool connection, though. Like, France is the second, like, leader of uh, animation outside of Japan. So it's, I don't know, really cool to see. It's cool that it's in the cultural consciousness enough that somebody else would mention it to you, and then I would be exposed to a bit of French animation that I haven't seen yet. (laughs) Well. Well. Go watch Playtime if you haven't, I guess is what, how we end this. That's, Um, yeah. How and many episodes have we done? Oh. Well, hang on. Well, my bad. Uh, yeah. That's a good question. I'm counting them. Hang on. All right. I got um, to open the RSS. Scrolling over to the tab of the RSS. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. This will be our 11th. Um, yeah. So next week we're doing something a little different. A little crazy. A little I don't even there. know how to describe what we're doing. I mean, it's not really that crazy or out there. Do we want to, like, announce it or do we want to make it a surprise? Um, we should do- We should probably say what movie, right? So... But- so I had an idea of how we were going to announce it, and oh, yeah, you no, know, we can you can cut. We'll this. do it live. No, fuck yeah. it, we'll do it live. Fuck it. Thank you. Fuck it, we'll Thank do you. it live. Fuck it. <laughs> Sorry. Thank we'll you. Do Bill. it live. Yeah. You're welcome. Um, I haven't known as the mayor. <laughs> oh. What? Well, isn't his name Bill God. Mayor? Am I crazy? No, that's not. Hmm? <laughs> okay, Bill Maher is. Maher. Uh, is a like a left-wing blowhard but the one you're thinking of is bill o'reilly who is a right-wing blowhard oh, <laughs> anyway oh, anyway oh, anyway oh, o'reilly holy shit uh ricky get bill back to the plot o'reilly. um oh my God. all right my bad so anyway i was just going to say next week we're going to be watching a lucy goosey and that movie will be showgirls and as to what a lucy goosey entails I guess you're just going to have to tune in and see. Well, I mean, it kind of gives it away. It's not like... <laughs> well, all right, all right. So next week, it's a loosey-goosey. <laughs> it's a loosey-goosey. Uh, it's Showgirls, Which, right? Yes, we are watching Showgirls. Uh, this is a 1995 movie. I kind of suggested this. Paul Verhoeven, who... I think, Ricky, you would probably know this director. He's done Robocop and... Oh, shit. Um... Starship Troopers, uh, Total Recall, a couple other. Oh, I've seen yeah. Total Recall. So, okay, all right. Yeah, so uh, very different, I think, direction than some of his some of those movies go. Um, I have not seen this movie. I don't think either of us have. So, uh, but it's supposed to be like either really really bad, one of the worst ever, or some people claim it as like an you know postmodern masterpiece. So we'll see uh, what our take is on that. Has to be week. postmodern when. We're currently modern, and it came out before us. Hmm? If only, if only there was a way to know what that meant. Answer that. If only we. <laughs> oh my God! Is this is Bill O'Reilly on the horn right Checkmate now? Checkmate, like, nipples. <laughs> what? Is... Oh Jesus! This is a tough episode. I gotta say. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're not sorry. <laughs> I'm not. You're right. <laughs>